Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. When was the last time you heard a Sunday sermon that was not centered around the gospel reading? Well, today isn't that day. (laughs) For just a minute, you might think that it is. If I ask you to name the love chapter in the Bible, I'll bet most of you would think right away of 1 Corinthians. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. But I wonder if I asked a similar question. What's the faith chapter? Would you think of Hebrews 11? After today, I hope you will. Hebrews 11 is a great great chapter, like the Hall of Fame of faith. Here we not only learn the essence of faith, but we're reminded of the stories of people filled with faith. We hear names of people who were very ordinary, just like you and me, but made extraordinary by their faith in God. We only get the first three verses and then a few in the middle of our reading for this week, but there's more to come next week. I encourage you to make some time to read all of the chapter for a full picture of faith. Faith is a funny kind of thing, isn't it? We don't really like to talk about it over much, even in church. Love is fine, peace is okay, but faith? Hmm. Maybe I'll look at my phone for just a second, or read the grapevine instead of engaging in this one. There's lots of folks I've met along the way who basically say, well, Philip, I just don't have faith. I've lost my faith is another one I've heard more than once. There are some who prefer to marginalize the life of faith. It's outdated, they might say. It's only for weak people or it's only superstition. In truth, though, we all have faith. We all have faith, at least of the natural variety. I know you go to your faucet. You turn on the faucet. You don't know exactly what's living in your pipes. Maybe a little Gen X residue. But you've had enough experience to know that you're going to drink it, bathe in it, cook with it, and you'll probably be fine. You go to your car and you put in your key or you push the button. Or or these days, some of you say, Siri, turn on the car. And although you may not understand completely how engines work or electricity or pistons or computers You have faith that soon you'll be rolling down the road. We open those bottles of pills from our pharmacy, yes, having faith that the medication inside is exactly what was prescribed. I think the list could go on and on, but again, I'm speaking of natural faith. What about supernatural faith? Now, I'm not talking about the times we've all heard someone say, it's all going to work out, I have faith. That's not super supernatural at times, I think that might be a little more superstitious. Often I want to say to that person, well, what do you have faith in? Or better yet, who do you have faith in? I have faith can sometimes mean, I sure wish, I sure hope, I'm going to speak my positive vibes into the universe, that somehow speaking the word faith might mean magic. I think the word faith is also sometimes confused with the word feeling like that song from Oklahoma. I know some of you can remember. Oh, what a beautiful morning. 
Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. Not the music highlight, thank you, sir, of our service this morning. But here's the trouble with having faith in faith or thinking that faith is just a feeling. Faith is only as good as its object. If your faith is in faith, it's going to fail because some days it's so strong, some days it's not. If your faith is in a feeling, our feelings go up and they go down. But what if, my friends, our object of faith is God? What if our faith is that that thing that clings to the promises of God, to the commands of God, rather than the preferences or conveniences of man? I think I'll say that again. Our faith is that thing that clings to the promises of God, to the commands of God, not the preferences or conveniences of man. That is what Hebrews chapter 11 is all about. There are over 7,000 promises made by God to humanity in Scripture, over 600 commands. It's hard to cling to all that we don't know. So, as a side note here, it's important that we spend time in Scripture, into studying in small groups, listening to sound teaching, even opening up Bibles at home and working through verses on our own. I commend that to you. If we don't begin to understand where our faith is rooted, to understand why we say the word faith, I think we end up with a watered-down, I have faith, but not really sure what that means. So, may I share a few of those promises and those commands that are the object of faith. This is from Scripture. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. I will send you the Holy Spirit who will instruct you and teach you and counsel you with my loving eye on you. I will give you my rest. I give you my peace. And this one from John's gospel, in this world you will have trouble. Wait a minute. What kind of promise is that? Well, we have to read on. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And lest you think that I forgot about our gospel reading from Luke today, hearken with me back to those words from Jesus himself. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom This is not the first time Jesus commands us not to be afraid, but today there's a little promise tacked on. The kingdom, that's pretty good. What about the rest of our gospel today? Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure in heaven where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, There your heart will be also. We have to remember that Jesus spoke more about finances than anyone else in the New Testament. He spoke about what we own, but more importantly, about what owns us. So he says here, sell what you have. Give alms. He doesn't say sell all that you have, but if you have some, sell some. Give some. I think if it's all about you and me and our stuff, That might be a problem. So Jesus is reminding us today how to solve it 
to put our money where it's really going to pay off, to get some skin in the game, as they might say, because we all know that where we put our money, our attention, and our focus will probably follow. So put it in God's command. We are reminded this morning. Put it in God's promise. And the rest of our reading for today, well, we've just heard that our Father in heaven is pleased to give us his kingdom. So should we be surprised that Jesus talks more about it? I don't think so. He tells them. He tells us. Be ready. Be ready. Now, if we had been sitting around with Jesus like those disciples that morning, that might have been a little awkward. I'm just imagining myself hearing Jesus say, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. And I probably would have tilted my head a little bit and said, "Um, Jesus, aren't you already here, Lord? And Jesus probably would have had to take me aside and have a little extra time with me that day. (laughs) But those disciples, they did it. They got ready. They put their faith into action. They backed that faith with the promises and the commands of their Lord. Their purses were indestructible, but more importantly, so were their spirits. So we are called to the same today. We await the kingdom. After all, think about this. Every single week, we are bold to say, your kingdom come, your will be done. So we best be ready, my friends. Here's the good news. I have faith, and it's grounded in God's promises and in God's commands, and it sounds like this. I'm going to have trouble in this world, but I won't be afraid. God has overcome the world, and I am an heir in his kingdom. I'm not alone. I'm loved. I'm guided by the Holy Spirit. I will be able to find rest and strength renewed, and I have been given the peace of Jesus Christ himself. And I have faith that you do as well. Thanks be to God. Amen.